0: Welcome to the Post Chapel Podcast uh, for Campus Ministries at Kentucky Wesleyan College. We want to thank you uh, for joining us again. We have uh, we have grown the Post Chapel Podcast and the and the listenership, and we appreciate you not only uh, listening today, um, but if you've listened in the past, we appreciate it, and we hope that it is a blessing to you, uh, as it is a blessing to us to be able to to do something. that that uh, hopefully is encouraging in your walk, that takes you uh, from, from maybe uh, one place to that next closest step uh, that we can make to get closer to Jesus. God, we, uh, we thank you for the opportunity to have this type of ministry on our campus, and we thank uh, those students and individuals on our campus who've made it possible. Uh, one of those people is Wish Reed, and she is producing our post-chapel podcast for today. And we want to thank her uh, for taking care of us. And uh, I'm going to introduce a, a little bit. I'm just going to tell you that we have uh, Hunter Matthews and Eric Lines with us today, and this uh, post-chapel podcast around the the topic of uh, spiritual disciplines. Uh, at the beginning of our uh, spring semester, we we talked about having uh, a new new self. Um, in a new year, 2022, and then we we talked about the need for uh, prayer and fasting. Uh, as a part of our lives and uh, Dr. Jim Coleman joined us uh, for chapel and shared the chapel message this last week and uh, this is being this uh, podcast is a little later than it normally is because we uh, we had the ice and the snow mix that that rolled in uh, on Thursday and so uh, this is this podcast has been delayed so if you've been waiting for it uh, we're faithfully back in here Uh, the fact that I have three college students in a radio station before 8 o'clock on a Monday morning is pretty, pretty awesome and I appreciate your guys uh, willingness to come in and to serve in this way so we're going to dig in like we always do uh, to just a little a little deeper as far as personally how, um, how the chapel message uh, hit on us and hopefully that will help you in your walk um, so We've already prayed, and I'm going to go ahead and read um, the passage of scripture that Dr. Coleman shared with us in talking about uh, spiritual disciplines. And it started; uh, he started out in Acts chapter two, so New Testament book of Acts chapter two and uh, verses forty-two through forty-seven. Um, I have the NIV version in front of me this morning, and it talks about the fellowship of the believers. Verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to breaking of bread and to prayer one was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And Dr. Coleman shared this scripture and then instead of kind of our how-to series um, about how to incorporate uh, different aspects of, of our walk uh, as Christians and some of these uh, topics and how do you apply them to our life he kind of took a different slant on it and he said instead of just telling you what those spiritual disciplines are that if you're a Christian you probably know those if you're if you're not you you can probably even name some of the things that you think a Christian should probably do and we know that those those main things include uh, prayer uh, talking to Jesus, um, corporate worship, worshiping and praising God. Um, that's the not neglecting to gather together in corporate worship and for different people and different faith traditions. Uh, that can be done on different days. Um, you know, Traditionally in the United States, that's predominantly a, a, a Sunday, a Sabbath Sunday, but people go to church all through the week and they have different times of worship there. Um, also uh, of prayer and fasting together, that's a spiritual discipline, the spiritual disciplines of participating and partaking in Holy Communion, uh, sitting at the Lord's table and uh, participating in that, um, being in uh, community with other people and studying the Word of God, devotion time. Um, there's uh, there's the... Um, opportunity that people have um each and every week to participate in uh, in some of these some of these spiritual disciplines but dr coleman really dug into why we should kind of do that the the benefits of that and what what that means so uh hunter uh and eric have are both veterans of the podcast and you all have been here before y'all doing all right this morning
1: doing great
0: Yes, sir happy to be here <laughs> so so uh they're uh they are thrilled to death uh, to be here and uh, hopefully we'll all wake up in just a few minutes uh as we get rolling to talk about this what were what was your all's uh pre before chapel this last week what were your all's kind of experience or kind of how you would explain spiritual disciplines maybe to people um have they been a part of your life in the past has that been an area of growth at some point in time i'm going to throw out several questions so you can pick the one that you want um when when i say spiritual disciplines to you all uh what what does what comes from your life regarding those things before we talk about what dr coleman shared
1: so what comes to my mind when when i think of spiritual discipline um is mainly prayer going to church reading the bible uh being in community with friends um mm-hmm. and then also the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. comes to my mind um all those different things i think accumulate to um, having a good healthy spiritual life and growing your, your uh, relationship with god yeah. and especially prayer i think that's really what gets with me the most um so that helps me out mainly
2: thank you eric um for me first off like when you say the word discipline, um, a couple of things run through my mind and, and really it kind of re- makes me think about like a person who's going to decide to do something every single day. Maybe that thing is not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe that yeah. thing is, is hard for them. Like I said, maybe it's not easy for them to do. Um, but they make a commitment, um, and a devotion to decide, okay, this is going to be integrated in my life in some way. Um, and I'm going to have to have the discipline to make sure that that's the case every single day. Um, and so, yeah, like Hunter said, prayer, fasting, um, almsgiving, none of those things in themselves are easy. Hmm. Um, if it's ever been really easy for you to pray, that's awesome. Um, but there are definitely times for me where I go to prayer and it's hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I want to make sure that I have the discipline to Go to prayer, go to fast, um, and go to give alms, go to church when it's easy. But I think discipline helps you to do those things when they're hard too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the spiritual discipline of, of being obedient to go serve other people, uh, I, there's sometimes I don't want to, <laughs> mm. and I, you know let's just let's just be honest. There's sometimes where we don't we don't feel like reading the Bible. Uh, there's sometimes where we don't feel like uh, getting up and going to a, to a worship service. You know, uh, with other people, uh, it takes it takes a tremendous amount of discipline uh, to say, I I know this is not necessarily comfortable, but I know this is necessary and mm. important. Um, you know the discipline usually comes with a kind of a, a negative connotation like oh this is hard this is like punishment this is tough but it's it's not punishment yeah it may be hard and it may be tough and it may not be comfortable but uh the discipline of doing something means i know this is better for me mm-hmm. than not doing this and i know the benefits of this if i can make myself you know tennis practice but you know, before an 8am class or an 8am podcast is not hard, but the discipline that it takes to get up and to do those things, uh, transcends all aspects of our lives. We know the benefits of doing things like that, um, are important. So, uh, yes, yes, and yes to all those things. So, uh, Dr. Coleman jumped in here and talked about in Acts the early church and what they did together um, in order for God to continue to add to their number daily. And I mean, uh, his reference was the... uh, You know the Book of Acts and and the early church, the early Christians, when they were beginning to establish uh, the the way that we live for Christ, and for them to model coming together, breaking bread together. um, You know they they gave as they as was there there was need within the group, um, and and they continued in prayer and in worship. And God added to their number, and we're supposed to still be those disciples, those Christians, those the church uh, of the way, the way of, of Jesus Christ, in order to continue to do those. So those same spiritual disciplines that Jesus instructed and, and modeled in his life um, are important for us today. Why, why, is it, why is it so hard for us to do those things?
2: I think that when you think about stuff like that and ask the question, really, why is anything hard is because number one, it's not easy. Um, Number two, if it were easy, then everybody would do it. And on earth, we wouldn't be living on earth. We'd be living in heaven, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. like if, if we could go through the day and everything would be easy and everything, we wouldn't have any difficulties or obstacles or challenges to separate us from that love. Not really separate us from that love, but... Tempt us to not feel that love, yeah. or to not feel as strongly about being in a relationship with God. Then, then we would already be in heaven. Yeah. Um. And so that's part of the reason that that we feel that sort of it's not easy, but like in that moment of peace and, and that time that we're able to spend with God and truly feel His presence here on Earth, then we're under then we are able to realize and understand. Okay, this is what heaven will feel like. Mm. And so this is what the goal to strive to is. So even though it's not easy here on earth, we're going to decide to make sure that we have that discipline, make sure that we have that relationship with Christ so that every day can feel like those small moments on earth that when we get to heaven, we can feel that presence and we can feel that peace.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's the, it's the, when, when we
0: invest in spiritual disciplines, it brings God's kingdom here um, and more of God's will is done here, um, and and the challenge is we're we're not we're not home yet. Mm. Um, and when when you're not home yet, there's some things that are uncomfortable um, that we have to do and to fight against uh, in order to be a little closer uh, to our Creator, to our heavenly Father, to home. And when I, I I believe, and it's been my experience, that when I invest in those spiritual disciplines on a daily basis, then I I do feel closer. To my heavenly Father, I feel closer to Jesus. I feel closer to the people that God has surrounded me with—that are church family people um, and and other Christians. Because when you when you do those spiritual discipline things, um, and you're around others doing the same, there's something very special about that. Um, and so let's let's get into some of the the points that Dr. Coleman made uh, as far as the the benefits and the why why we should incorporate spiritual disciplines in our life do you, do you all want to kick off with any particular point that that you had uh Eric, you want to kick us off with something that you you wrote down
2: yeah sir yeah um one of the one of the coolest things that I thought he said was like we're here to strengthen a relationship with Christ it's not just about following a set of rules it's not just about making sure you do this then this then this um it's really about being intentional what you're doing right so like if you're right. going to go to prayer it's about a relationship with Christ it's not about like a oh i'm going to check it off my my day-to-day list because there there are definitely times in the past and even now in my time in KWC where i'm like okay i got to make sure that i say a prayer mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. not because i want to glorify god or because i want to you know, strengthen that relationship with him. But just because like, I feel like it's part of my to-do list. Yeah, You know, Um, you're supposed to. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I want to make sure that, like he said, my relationship is my first priority when I'm coming to prayer or when I'm fasting, right? I'm not doing, I'm not fasting because I want other people to see me fasting. I'm fasting because I want to strengthen that relationship with Christ. And I want to make sure that I know what it feels like to, to be loved and to be in his presence. And so, and and that's helped me to realize okay that's what I that's what I want my focus to be on when I do anything um and sometimes it's not but when it's not I can hopefully take a step back and be like okay am I praying with a heart that's intentional and trying to strengthen this relationship with Christ or am I praying just to pray because if I'm praying just to pray I need to take a step back and I need to make sure that I'm I pray when i'm ready to pray Mm -hmm. so that that's really cool when he when he was talking about relationship i was like yeah that makes a lot of sense i've definitely felt like i've kind of not gone through the motions kind of but i've not been prepared to pray right so hunter follow up
1: i think that one of the main points that he picked out is the power of the daily um so when i was thinking about this it means to me um Like, what are we doing daily to help strengthen our relationship with Christ and like Eric said it's not going to be easy there's going to be stuff that gets in the way like school work extracurricular activities etc but we got to make sure that we're like actively seeking a relationship with Christ because I mean you're not going to become better friends with somebody just by wanting to be by hanging out by you know just being with that person so we just got to make sure that we're daily Mm -hmm. seeking Christ and making sure that we're trying to get a strong relationship with him because that's ultimately the goal is to have a relationship with Christ um, because he did everything for us. So why not, you Mm -hmm. know, just we need to have that relationship.
0: Mm I don't know where to start there because you all got two, two really good things. I'm going to try to combine both of them. Um, When Eric, you talked about the, the disciplines the spiritual disciplines that we're supposed to be doing as uh, as son or daughter of of our heavenly Father like the, the, we know those things are good for us but and we know we should be doing them but sometimes our hearts not necessarily in them and so the the importance of looking at spiritual disciplines not as legalistic, um, types of things where we don't need to be like a Pharisee and pray just to be praying so Mm -hmm. that other people see us pray. We don't need to be fasting and letting people know it so we get to check that box. I mean, that's, that's the definition of religion is doing these things daily, ritualistically, legalistically to check the boxes to say I'm good because I did all these things. And uh, the point that Dr. Coleman was making in the beginning is this is not about a set of rules. This is not about some check checklist that makes you a good Christian because you've done all these things. But it, but it is about the relationship. And I, I think about um, – I've spent a lot of time lately thinking about how God has brought me from Kentucky Wesleyan College to where back to Kentucky Wesleyan College and the journey in between. And that common denominator has been the relationship that I have with God and my wife. Um, And I I really felt like I surrendered my life um, and started that daily um, then, and I, and I also think about my relationship with her. Is I don't go through a checklist of saying, "Hey, I need to talk to her today. Hey, I need to do these things for her today. I need to make sure that we're we're going and doing this together today." Like it's it's not it's not a daily checklist because I have to. It's a. It's I naturally do those things on a daily basis because of the relationship and that I love her and I want to do those things. And I want our relationship to continue to be strong or stronger than it is. And it's the same thing with our relationship with Christ Um, to not to do those things because there are rules that say I have to but because spiritual disciplines are things that draw me closer and they increase and enhance and grow that relationship. And then then to Hunter's point on top of that is the power of the daily. When you begin to make that a daily part of your life and you can focus on that one day at a time, then it becomes a lot less hard mm-hmm. to do. I'm not saying it's you're not going to have days, but when you make it just a part of what you do, then – Again, some people like, well, then it becomes a habit, or then it becomes just ritualistic. Well, no, not if it's focused on the relationship. You all have any response to how I kind of summarize that?
2: Um, I love the the mentality of taking things a day at a time. Yeah. Like, uh, Hunter and I have been having the privilege to listen to the, the preacher from Pre- Pleasant Grove speak about winning the day. And, like, when I first heard his first sermon, I was like, wow, like— That is such a impactful phrase and an impactful mentality to say, okay, I'm going to take this one day and do everything I can to love other people, to glorify God, to make sure that my heart's in the right place. And when that day's over, that day's over. Mm -hmm. Like tomorrow Mm -hmm. starts and the next day is the next day. Um, and so I, I absolutely love that mentality and, and when you start to listen to other people speak like Professor Coleman, you hear the same message. Take everything daily, win the day, mm-hmm. go about things each day at a time. Mm-hmm. Um and it just mm-hmm. kind of resonates and it makes that impact like, okay, that is how you're supposed to live, right? Like you can't focus on what you did in the past because it's the past. Yep. And you can't change it. And you can't focus on the future really because it's not here yet. So you can prepare for the future what you do in the day. Um but you can't really can't be focused on anything else if you take each each minute each second and each each hour of each day intentional Mm -hmm. trying to do what you want to do um it's it's awesome and i I love that i love that phrase that's how i've tried to live my life for the past month since hearing that yeah that sermon to start off the year um and it's been life-changing it really has so I, i love the the win the day the 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 daily aspect of things is is really cool
0: we uh, One of the things that we talked about um, from some of your notes, Eric, before we actually even started, um, this stood out. We, we are shaped by our habits and sin and holiness um, have shaping power effects on our lives. So in the same way that holiness and the spiritual disciplines – have a powerful impact on our relationship with Christ. Not doing those things Mm -hmm. also has a powerful effect on our lives. You know, to, trying to live holy is a, is a powerful thing that not only affects our lives, but it affects those around us. And then when we don't do those things, sin is a powerful thing that changes our lives and impacts those around us. So, you know, spiritual disciplines are the things that we should do those because they help connect us God and that was one of the points that Dr. Coleman really emphasized was this, this these are connecting things that connects you back and it's important that you do that and it's also important because the closer you are in your relationship with Christ the further away you get from sin and, and, the, and the power and the hold that that ha- can have on us because we, we are flesh mm. and, we, and we're not home yet uh, and so uh, we struggle with that uh, Anything else? that you all would like to to touch on from from the notes or any, any takeaways from you all and then you know we're we're a few days removed usually it's the next morning so it's still setting in on us so we've had enough we've been iced over and and snowed on and we a few things have uh Um, as one, one of my friends said, I've slept since then. So, uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes we have a hard time pulling those things back, but, uh, anything that you can see at this point
2: that from, from this chapel that you feel like is important to you. I think towards the end of professor Coleman's message, he, he made a statement in, in it sounded like it's not a Jesus in me lifestyle or a Jesus and me relationship. It's a Jesus in us. Mm-hmm. Right. So it is about going to Jesus and having that time together with him. But in return, it's also about what you do when you're out in the world and you interact with other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Because in the same sense, you can almost treat every interaction with someone as if you're talking to Jesus, or as yes. if you're yes. you're in a relationship with Jesus in that moment, um, and so when he said that, I was kind of like, wow, you know, it's it's not just like I'm with Jesus when I'm in prayer or when I'm at church or whatever. It's I'm with Jesus in every situation and every stance of my life, um, and so I I like that I like that statement. It's Jesus and us. It's not Jesus and me, um, and that kind of just helps when you when you think about your interactions with people. Some good and sometimes they're bad. You can kind of just remember, okay, it's Jesus and us, Mm -hmm. not just Jesus and me. Mm -hmm. So I I really Mm -hmm. thought that was cool too. Mm -hmm. Hunter, any thoughts on that? Going
1: back on what Eric said, I really like taking the me out of things because it makes it it takes the pressure off of us. So like if we're like I said, if we're like helping somebody or serving somebody, and they're like, oh, that guy's great well, no, we're not doing it because we want to look great. We want to do it so that we can show Jesus through us to them. Mm. And I like what a lot of people say. Um, it's not what we say, it's what we do. The actions mm. speak louder than words. Mm. Um, so I think that really shows of how it's not a me lifestyle. It's it's an us lifestyle with Jesus. So I think that's really, really important, a big key thing that I just saw at the end of the notes. So I just wanted to agree with you on that and,
0: yeah. We live in a me society. We live in a me world. Uh sin is is rooted in me. I mean sin is all about choosing what I want over what God wanted. Mm. Um it's disobedience. And um when when you begin to think in terms of the the power of the daily Staying connected into a relationship that you desire to be connected to. Um, and you you realize that you can't do it by yourself. Like we weren't created to do this Christian thing and this what God has called us to do, the plans and purposes that He has for each person that He created, you know, we can't do that alone. He didn't create us to be me people. He created us to be us people. And so when uh, that's that's why I guess I've always loved team things like a band, uh, you know, any any type of team that came together because it was not about one person. It was about we. It was about us. And to your point about that me mentality. That was modeled in the scripture in the book of Acts. I mean, the early church that they were called the way, like the way that they did their life was different than the world. They came together and they did things together and they included others and they shared things, Mm -hmm. all things that when we look at people – and groups or, or teams and you go, why are they successful or why do I want to be a part of that? It's usually because there's a togetherness and a bond that we desire. I mean, we have, there's, you know, and this is scientifically proven. I mean, like we have the need to belong and like, where does that come from? Well, right. I believe it comes from a designer and a creator, God, who said you weren't created to be alone and to walk through that, that type. Of, like you were, you were created for community. You were created for team. You and so uh, I, I'm always cautious when I talk to people who say, "Well, I did this," or it's I, 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 I. Me, 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 me. Um, usually, those people are a little bit more concerned about what's best for them, as opposed to what's best for others. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I hope and pray that that as as I as I dig in to the power of the daily, and and that I I personally invest in those spiritual disciplines that, as Hunter said, my, my example can hopefully rub off in. And make a difference in the life of someone else. And if Hunter's example and Eric's example and Wish's example, if we're all about the power of the daily and connecting and, and, pra- and practicing those relational spiritual disciplines that cause us to grow, then we'll, we'll see people around us change. Because the scripture tells us they did these things and God added to their number daily. So the power of daily results in others coming to know Christ. And to, to me, that's that's what we're supposed to be about, loving God to the very best of our ability and loving others uh, the same and being a witness to what God has done in our life. And I think we do that. I think that the, the spiritual disciplines are are essential not only to connect us to God, but to connect others God if that makes sense absolutely yeah any final thoughts before we we close out uh, today is there any particular spiritual discipline that you you all have maybe struggled at times to incorporate in your life and I and I know that uh there's we didn't we didn't touch on a lot of them uh in our world today uh Tithes, offerings, alms, those things are usually things that people have a hard time. Uh, fasting is something that people have a hard time with because may, maybe get giving of our time, our resources, and and, and making those personal sacrifices, those may be hit hard, as hard uh personally as as any of the others well yeah I, I can I can talk to God that doesn't take a lot of that doesn't cost me anything mm-hmm. you know uh oh well oh, I can go to church every once in a while because you know I kind of expected to and that that's really people should go to church you know those type of things but when you start digging into how are you sacrificially giving to the Lord and to others that that money uh time where you have to go and serve someone else um, th- those are sometimes things that are hard for people to add. Or is there anything that's been hard for you all before we finish up?
1: Um, for me probably offering just because I'm a college student so living on a pretty low income yeah. Um, like we all do for colleges um, and then when I was younger and being in the Word every day that was kind of tough just because I felt like I didn't have time.
2: Yeah Thank you. Yeah, I, I can definitely s- say that prayer, even though that might seem pretty simple and pretty straightforward to a lot of people, um, is difficult for me to do. Um, because each day, you know, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm way too rushed mm-hmm. to, to feel like I can sit down and pray or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've got studying to do, I've got this to do X, Y, Z to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have time for prayer. Um, but I think that, I really can make time for prayer. It's just what I decide to put my time into right. as opposed to what I don't. Um, but yeah, I, I know that I've had struggles in the past and even struggles recently. And I'm sure that I'll have struggles in the future of, of making sure that when I go to prayer that I have an intentional heart and, and I'm focused on that relationship um, instead of just checking off a box, right? Yeah. Um, and so I'm hopeful that continued repetition of that um, intentionality will help to produce, um, the results I want. So if you are listening
0: and struggle with any spiritual discipline of, of the right type of focused prayer time and talking to God, like if you're, if you're not where you need to be, I just encourage you to, to just whether you feel like it or not make make the effort um there are others that are struggling in some, those same spiritual discipline things and that was kind of the point I was trying to get at by saying are you know have you struggled in any particular area um you know talking to Jesus and worshiping Jesus and being in community with other people who believe in Jesus and serving others in the name of Jesus and being able to, um, you know, incorporate fasting, incorporate uh, tithing, incorporate you know the partaking of the Lord's Supper to be able to to sit at the table and 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 to receive Holy Communion. Uh, th- those are all things that draw us and connect us not only uh, to God the Father but also to other believers. And so, if you're if you're struggling with any of those, uh, we feel you, and uh, we've all struggled at different times. But we encourage you, uh, as the early church did, to to come together and to work on those things together, so that God can continue to use us uh, to impact those around us to be a great witness of the gospel, and uh, and to so that others can be added to our number uh, daily, as in the early church. So I want to thank uh, Eric and uh hunter and and wish uh for for helping us on this podcast today you can find us at uh kwc.edu and there's a campus ministries page there and if you need to uh if you have a prayer request or if you would like resources or you'd like to talk more about this topic or any other thing we would love for you to reach out and communicate with us so thank you for joining us today and uh we're gonna we're gonna pray out here together. Father, thank you for this day, thank you for this time together, thank you for these lives that are represented uh in making the podcast possible. Thank you for for wishes and Hunter's and Eric's investment in today. God, I pray for those who are listening, I pray for their families, I pray for their relationship with you. God, I pray for uh healing and for uh God, those spiritual disciplines in our lives and Uh, in the lives of those around us, God, that we can make that investment and that commitment to making it uh, a part of our daily lives so that we can connect and grow closer to you and to others. And God, we ask that you forgive us and that you help us to be better in all these things, God, we pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.